Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Man, we got an awesome podcast for you guys today. Uh, friend of the podcast, Raina Roberts, show up today. We're gonna have a great interview with her. She's awesome. Listen to her music. Um, country singer. It is what it is. It's called Stomping Grounds. I love that song. Shout out Roll Tide. Alabama to her heart. Well, Matt is awesome, and we get a chance to sit down and chop it up with her. Matt. I feel so excited for this podcast because I get a chance to talk to someone who has lived a life, even in her young time. She's lived a life and she has great experiences. I'm I'm so ready to chop it up with her. But before we jump into all of that, please go to the home of all things Just Talk With Sam podcast. That is samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com is your home for everything related to Just Talk With Sam podcast. Right there on the homepage and current promotions page, there is a donate button. Who are we kidding? We've been doing this for 10 years, and in those 10 years, this has always been a crowdsource podcast. So hit that donate button. Give whatever makes you feel like a good person, and by doing that, we keep the free funny free. You knock out a lot of podcast costs by doing that. You guys have been doing that for the last decade, and I thank you for it. If you feel in your heart you want to do it one more time, please hit that donate button on the homepage current promotions page. But maybe, just maybe, you one of those people who want a little bang for their buck. Maybe you one of those people who want just a little receipt for their issues or whatever. You can always go to samtronation.com. And you, yes, you can get all your Just Talk With Sam swag right there. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers, whether that be whatever you need to go and show your love for the podcast. It's all right there. So please go to samshownation.com, click the store link, and, you know, rep the podcast as you live your daily life. Um, speaking of the podcast, you can always go to samshownation.com. You get the podcast link by clicking the podcast link. You can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts. Some you missed, some you didn't. Maybe you want to hear it again. Who knows? They're all right there. You can listen to them. However, we are available wherever podcasts are available. We're currently available on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the big dog, among many, Apple Podcasts. So please, if you're going to those services, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We got great podcasts, we want to do our thing, and it's up to you, the people. That's one of the best ways that this podcast has been prospering for the last 10 years, and we hope you guys keep it going. Please talk about the podcast, please tell a friend, please help them check it out, and please subscribe, rate, and review. You don't, I mean, like, some of the best times I have is reading those reviews, and it makes me laugh some, you know, you know, a little critical, but I get it. I understand. So please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Um, before we jump into this excellent podcast, we got a few sponsors. And the first sponsor is um, pretty close to my heart, especially this week. That sponsor is good folks at the NBA store. Please go to samshownation.com, click the NBA store link because I don't know if you know this. As of Thursday, Ball is back. We back. Basketball is back. Whatever team you represent may or may not be playing. It's a whole new game with the on-court collections. Whether you a Bucks fan, whether you a Lakers fan, whether you a Clippers fan, you like me, you love those Pistons. 
Maybe you want to be you, you want to go to um, SamShowNation.com. You want to click that NBA store link as you go through your life. You could get the NBA face coverings. You could rep your team. Living in this COVID nineteen world, you could do that. Whether that be um, since they're playing in the Disney bubble, they have the Disney junk food NBA collection with all of your favorite teams, with all of your favorite Disney characters. Um, there's so many options. Maybe you just want to reap the benefits if you like me because my Pistons are not in the NBA bubble at this time. You can get the summer clearance event and you can save up to 70% off all things, thousands of items just added. Please go to samtronation.com. You click the NBA shop.com link and I'll sweeten the deal. You can take the Sam Show Nation discount. Whatever you are doing with the NBA shop.com. You can go to samshownation.com and at checkout, put in NBAFS, those letters, and get free shipping on all U.S. orders. Some exclusions may apply. But go ahead, do that. Free shipping on all U.S. orders. Rep your team. Sports is back. Ball is back, NBA is back. I'm I'm just glad to be here. So please check us out at the NBA store via SamShowNation.com. Go to current promotion place, click the NBA store link, and shop as you normally would. Next sponsor, I say this straight up, is the good folks every box. Look, we live in the COVID world. Things have changed. But one thing hasn't changed. Whether you're doing it online, whether you're doing it in person, school is right around the corner. Back to school time. I'm sorry, kids. You got to do it. Sorry, parents. Crack open them books. We live in a world where we have to deal with back to school in these uncertain times. However, the good folks at Reebok. They got your back. Much like Samshell Nation got your back. Go to SamshellNation.com. You hit that current promotions link. You click the Reebok link. We're talking about the nanos. But I want to tell you something about all my people getting ready for back to school. All items on the back to school exclusives. You want to look good as you go back to school in person? Maybe you just want to look good if you're in your bedroom, living room, if you're doing it virtually. You don't want to be bummy out here. And Reebok got your back. Reebok has the 40% off site-wide. Anything Reebok. And an extra 10% off all kids' shoes at Reebok. Because it's back to school time. I want my son to look sweet. So I'm going to go to SamShowNation.com. And I'm going to click that Reebok link. Now, my, my son's shoes, the camera, the Zoom camera may not be on those shoes. But he's going to have... You know he gonna be he gonna be tight with those. So please check those out. It's back to school. We gotta get ready for it. Whether you're doing it virtually, whether you're doing it in person, you gotta look the part. Reebok got your back. So please go to samshownation.com, click the back to school, and at checkout put in uh, I gotta spell this out. B T S exclusive, all one word. B T S exclusive. And save 40% off site wide and an extra 10 for the kids. 
for this shoes at Reebok. So please go to sandfinnation.com, click the Reebok link. Please get your kids get ready for back to school. And lastly, certainly not leastly, the big dog. Amazon.com. Go to SamShowNation.com. You click the Amazon banner on the homepage and current promotions page. And I'm pretty sure my guests will greatly appreciate this. If you go to Amazon.com, via SamShowNation.com, you click that banner and you put in Raina Roberts in the search bar. You get the single that's sweeping the nation, Stomping Rounds. The reason I want to talk with her. And then when I was there, I got a chance to hear her other song, 67 Winchester, which is also great as well. Go ahead, grab it. Um, the MP3 is like a buck. Even if you got Prime, it, it's unlimited if you got Prime. But if you don't have Prime, it's like a buck. So please, go to Amazon.com. Put in Raina Roberts in the search bar. Check out my guest. We're going to get it in. We're going to talk to her. She's good people. She's awesome. And quite honestly, what I'm about to do, I'm about to play Stomping Girls right here. It's all over your country music station. It's a country song. I like the song. We're going to jump into that. I'm going to play the song. Please go to Amazon. Buy it for yourself. Have it in your collection. It's going to come up again. Be the hit at your own party. It's going to be awesome. Play it whenever you're doing anything. Play it around your house. It's awesome. So please, I'm going to play it right now. I'm leading to this podcast. My girl. Raina Roberts. The song is called Stomping Grounds. And I will see you in a few minutes. See you soon. Let your head down and let it out Round here we like to throw it down Best shine around Yeah, we only drink it now Who's down, flames up from down at dust Go hard cause there ain't no stopping us Drowning in our whiskey river But to a damn hottest anger Raise a little hill in the promised land And pray to God that he don't mind These are my stomping grounds And don't you forget it Sound 
right, now we're stomping grounds by our guest, Raina Roberts. I'm coming in hot. Um, new microphones. Shout out to the good folks at, you know, let's not get into it a little good bit. Good folks were? Logitech, you know, you know how we rock, you know, we got that sponsorship boy, and we got them microphones, and we doing our thing, got the Bluetooth boy, Bluetooth. I'm on the tooth, on the tooth, and you can hear me as clear as day, I got Tasha here, as we said in the intro, BK is on assignment, he was here, just talking with Sam and Tasha, he was here, and in a few moments, we're going to be talking with uh, Randall Roberts, the artist of the I'm, song I'm, we just heard, I'm, Stomping Grounds. Wait, kind of curious. Yeah, Please, so. she's worth a Google. Um, all social media is the Randall Roberts. Whether it be IG, whether that be Twitter, whether yeah. that be wherever, wherever your social media take you, she's awesome. And I just want to sit down, have a chat with her. Um, I got questions, Tasha. You are more than welcome to be on this interview. I may. That is cold for you not doing it, is it? We, we don't, we don't all right. know. First of all, this week has been cool. We got a chance. Sports are back. I am happy. I am. And I want to give a quick shout out to my guys. We got guests coming over. We got get well, virtually, I should say, with the Zoom and the, when, and the call in. Mm-hmm. They're virtually coming over. Because of COVID, we can't be face-to-face with them like we would like to in, in the traditional way in a traditional fashion so Randall Roberts is coming over so I want to give a shout out to my boys my frenemies your frenemies my the at the act accordingly hello Bashir podcast act accordingly with Bash and Z I don't know the other two's real name alright first of all I want to say this I can't stress this enough Mm Mm-hmm. I need him over here because he's just awesome. If he didn't touch... Who exactly? Uh, if he touched nothing, I want him over here because the man of the hour. Hour? Just the man. Uh. DJ M80. Always good. He's like, you got to sit down and you need to marvel and wonder at the greatness of DJ M80. This man takes... Chicken shit. It makes it chicken salad I mean, on a weekly basis. Isn't that what I do? No, you are not DJ M80. Don't you ever try to go wow. into that rarefied air as wow. DJ M80. D- it's it's Jordan, two steps down. DJ M80, then Cody, then LeBron. In my in my world, that's where it lives. I'm kind of offended, but it's okay. It's fine. Look. Unfortunately, we talked about it in the last podcast. Guys saw fit to take Regis. Old Philbins. But we got DJ M80. I don't know where the correlation there is, but okay. You know what? I take that back. There is not a there that isn't because Regis wasn't a producer like that. Mm. Um DJ M80 is on his Quincy Jones shit. Quincy Jones. That's the level of producer. He Quincy Jones, Nile Rodgers. You think you landed on just a wee bit thick? Have you listened to that podcast? Yeah, but I'm just. DJ Lady is the man. Don't you think you just landed? Like on... whatever. Okay, let me put it like this. If I had a podcast, mm-hmm. like you know this one, you have a podcast. It's, it's sort of like. It. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Everybody and their brother has a podcast. DJ Lady's on it. Hold on. It's all like this. It's like 
Hey, man, I got a song out here. I'm doing this. Who's the producer? Quincy. Oh, well, shit. Well, you have my undivided attention. But don't you think I do a good job here? Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. Shout out to Bash, Side Z, and to a much lower extent, AJ. Why does AJ get the lower extent? Because he minority reported the uh, Chick-fil-A card. So now it's digital. What's the problem? Let's tell him to send you the code. Okay, first of all, he has no faith. Like, granted, my boy BK, it takes him longer to say this than I would. He's old. But um, he's going he, he's, he's gonna to beat Bash in the whole Golden Girls uh, trivia challenge. Okay, we, we, I mean, that's obvious. My man Z. And don't get it twisted. I like Z. That's my man. Mm-hmm. That's my dude. You ain't going to know it when we play cornhole. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of smack talking. There will be. And if, and if we get to the tiebreaker, mm-hmm. that is, guess what race it is. That That's his. That, if we get there. If you get there. But I believe in the just talking with Sam team over the act accordingly team. But those are my guys. Please listen to them. Okay. I will say this openly. They are the best thing. It, it feels weird. The compliment I got gave them. I can't use it right now. Why does it feel weird? Because Bash and Z act accordingly. The podcast is act accordingly with Bash and Z is the best thing to ever happen to my commute. But in the time of COVID, I don't necessarily have a commute. Yeah, your commute. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. <laughs> but let's talk about our guests, Raina Roberts. Hold on, wait, wait. Before we get there, I want I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I have to say this. Well, you have to say what? Ma'am, sir, you saw Beyonce the other day while I, I was while I was preparing for the I interview with Raina. It was very black and regal. You are sixty percent blacker for having watched that. Black and regal. It was like it wasn't like some. I read a tweet where a young lady was saying a young lady who <laughs> I don't want to say her name, but her Twitter handle is no name. No, She's give her a rapper. Yeah, no name. Like first of all, you can say her name, yeah. and quite honestly, no say. name. If you're listening, you are. Totally welcome on his podcast. But she was just saying something along the lines of, uh, you know, it's capitalism. What? What is capitalism? Let me find the tweet. And I I don't want to misquote the young lady. But I will find the tweet. Just give me two, three seconds here. And uh, if you want to talk while I find the tweet, Sam, you can talk while I... All right, look. While you do that. Okay, no name said. We love an African aesthetic draped in capitalism. Mm. Hope we remember the black folks on the continent whose daily lives are impacted by U.S. imperialism. If we can uplift the Im- imagery, I hope we can uplift those who will never be able to access it. Black liberation is a global struggle. That is a lot to unpack. And I, I'm I'm low key by. Bo- I, I don't even want to say I'm bothered by it. It is. I am. Um, here's what it is, man. We gotta learn how to. I'll pull like this. You know what? Ooh. This is the best way I could. This is my thing is. We got to learn how to be fans of each other. Mm-hmm. Against what we think is supposed to be the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think by doing that, it, it's sort of like this. Since I am, I don't know if you know this. I am a Tigers fan. Mm-hmm. And 
as much as I've been watching baseball since baseball is back, I am a Pistons fan. I'm a Lions fan. I am. I am. I am a homer mm-hmm. on all the teams I watch. And since I am a homer on teams I watch, I am the first person to see something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But since I am the first person to see something wrong with it. I try to not make it national knowledge because then it comes off as I'm diminishing my team. And granted, I'm talking about my guys, whether it be Detroit teams. When you do something like Black is King, and granted, I was halfway listening, getting ready for this interview with Raina. Mm-hmm. It, it was, um, we're first name basis now. Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm playing. I, I ain't even talked to the girl. I, I ain't even talked to the girl. I, uh, like, um, getting ready for uh, Red Roberts. It was, is this. It's just sort of like, I felt good watching it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of helped me shape some of the questions that I have for her. And I hope I can convey that. Like, it actually made me a little nervous. Wow. Because Red Roberts is awesome. She has a hell of a story. Mm-hmm. And, um,. By watching that documentary, mm-hmm. you see different parallels. I am in no way, shape, or form comparing her to Beyonce. I, didn't think I, I am not. However. We're gonna, we'll go there, but okay. No, I'm going to take it this way. There is an influence, if there's even a slight one. Mm-hmm. You think I should ask her that? Because I got to talk to her in about, I don't know, two minutes. Because if this phone rang and she called... Should I, should I just bring that up? Why not? All right, why not? This is, again, you're probably going to dip off. I may, because I don't <laughs> like having a lot going on. Like, when you're trying to talk, I don't want to be like, hey, lady girl. You heard the song, right? Songs with an yes. S. Yes. What's your thoughts? Just straight up. Before she called. <laughs> what's your thoughts? Yeah, put you on the spot. Make it hot. I can dig it. I like country music. Like people, well, black people. I hate to say this. Ooh, <laughs> here we go. What people of the hip hop culture, which mm-hmm. was predominantly black, or per, or urban, or you know whatever label you want to put on being listening to black music or having nigga ears, whatever mm. you want to say. We tend to shut things out because we don't understand it. Like country music tells great stories, and country music started off as black music. Yeah, it's true. So, I hate to bring up Big Mama Thornton. Is it Big Mama Thornton? Yeah, go on. Well, technically that jumps in the blues, Presley. but... But she was... What was that? Good Golly Miss Mike? What song was it? Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Hound Dog. Woo! Look, music manager at Media Play. Let's get it! Hound Dog. Ain't nothing but a Hound Dog in the country song because it was Big exactly. Mama Thornton. But... And if you watched Ray, I think Ray or what, whatever movie, Dreamgirls... It told it said this, but it's the, it's a fact. Things become country music was whitewashed and taken away from us, and that's I think kind of where the blues, where you know things turned Maybe off in the blues. You shouldn't ask any questions on this So I said all of that to say this: country music tells great stories, and yes, it started off as black. So I am proud of a, a young lady wanting to step into country, a, a young African American lady, black lady, whatever you want to go by. I prefer saying black, but that's just me. Wanting to um, venture off and do country music, it's kind of cool because, like, again, country. If you listen to country music, if you hear the sound and the the lyrics, it is uh, their base. A lot most country songs are telling a story. For black people, I, I'm going to put y'all on the spot. Mm. I know y'all love Tennessee whiskey. 
listen to the words of the song. It's a beautiful freaking song. I'm a lyricist myself, and that's what makes me love Rana Roberts because, like, a lot of her stuff, especially the Alabama references, is personal. Mm-hmm. For me, personally. Like, because, like, my family, for the most part, come from Luverne and um, Montgomery. I am the only one not born there. Mm-hmm. I'm only one born in Detroit. So when you hear this and you see a person, and I, I hope I ain't telling her age or nothing, someone younger than you telling a story that you know, and you're just like, hey, what you know about that? Mm-hmm. And when you're listening to this, that's why I want it. Not of many things. I wanted to have her on the show because I was just like, yo, okay. When you say, all right, there's a thing. There's a thing embedded in me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Michigan in my heart. I love my teams. Of course. But there is a, I don't know if it's a psychological thing. I don't know if it's uh, in my DNA. When you hear Roll Tide, like, in my body, it's just like, oh, Roll Tide, Roll Tide, Roll it's just like it, it just, it's I just, just think about Shawnee. Sorry. Well, that's well. You got married into it. It's in my blood. So, like, when you hear, like, um, and I want to toss, you know, my folks out there from Ohio. Mm-hmm. I have done this, and it is deeply scary. Mm. I'm a Big Ten fan, and I rock with Michigan. But I did this on a joke. Just walk in any form of Ohio. Say the words. Just as soon as you cross. The city limits or the the state state line. That's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. Say, oh, H. You will hear, I'll. You, you, you can be around no way. And you will hear it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And I don't know if you know this. I rocks with my alma mater, mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan University. I can say the term. Go Eagles. E-M-U. Like, all right, granted, that is very limited to... You and a bunch of other crackheads. Uh, g- exactly. A bunch of other crackheads. Well, I can say, Go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Who wants to say that? I do. But either way, this phone is lighting up. This is my girl right here. This is Raina Roberts. Let's jump to this interview. You sure you don't want to jump in? Um, I'm going to listen. On the side. You gonna listen? Be uh, okay. All right, let me do this before. Here we go. Raina Roberts. Raina. Hi. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, thanks for coming to the podcast. Um, if you feeling good, we could just of get course. started right now. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Raina, I want to thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Uh, for so many <laughs> reasons. Um, for starters, let's just let's just do this because I feel. Slight way obligated to ask this. It, okay. I got to do a COVID welfare check right now in our uncertain times. How have you been holding up in the pandemic? You know what? I'm blessed enough that, like, me and my family have been really good. Um, my parents have been able to, like, to keep their jobs and everything. Um, so for us, it's been, it's been pretty okay. We haven't had any trouble at all. Um, and surprisingly, I, this, because of the circumstances, um, I'm just surprised at how much has happened with me and my movement and my career in the past like few weeks, especially like during this time. Been pretty—I don't even have the word. It's been pretty crazy, though. Speaking of crazy, hold on, wait. Before I jump into the crazy part <laughs> of this whole thing, uh-huh. I have to say this out loud 
Um, okay. I forgot. I'm, I'm so in COVID mode. What we do at the start of every podcast, please kick out all of your social media, everything where everyone can get Randall Roberts, anything you want to kick out. This is the Randall Roberts social media session. Please go ahead. Okay. Um, Instagram and Twitter um, is the Raina Roberts. It's T-H-E-R-E-Y-N-A-R-O-B-E-R-T-S. And that is also for Spotify and Apple Music and Tidal and all that, all that good stuff. Now, like I said, crazy. I, I want to put a pin in that. Like, I've heard the song mm-hmm. Stomping Grounds. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's just blew up since you've done it. I mean, I know it's your debut single, but it's such a great song. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I love the Roll Tide shout out. I, I got to be, I got family from Montgomery. I got to ask straight up, mm-hmm. what part of Alabama are you from? So, um, I wasn't born in Alabama. That's where my family's from, and I lived there for a little while uh, growing up. But um, Birmingham. Oh, so you're right down the street, about an hour away. Okay, I get that. I get that. <laughs> <Right> so, <down> <laughs> you, you know what's up. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, when I listen to a song like that and Stomping Grounds, the references are great, and it makes me feel good. And, you know, because out of my family, I'm from Detroit. I am the only one okay. from Detroit. Everyone else is from okay different parts of Alabama, mainly Montgomery okay. and Luverne. So when I hear that and I hear a song like that, I'm a lyrics guy. So I just sat back and I listened to the lyrics. Your lyrics are very personal. I mean, what was your feeling when you was creating a song like that? Um, I just wanted to get, so for me, it's like, and it wasn't just about me too. It's just about like also my family and like my mom, how she grew up in Alabama and all our family. Um, and I, I mostly thought of them and my mom, uh, my parents are veterans. And so for them, it's like, they have to go from each, like from state to state or out of the country. And when you're in the military, you have to make wherever that place is your home. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's, there's one way to say like, the stopping grounds is from where you're from, where your family's from, but it's also like wherever, it doesn't just have to be one place. You can make wherever you want your stopping grounds to be. Um, you can make it your your stomping ground if that makes sense. Like, um, oh, it does. When, it does. Mom, yeah, when they had to travel, you had to make that place your home, your new home. I mean, but since then, it's not just internet guys like me. I mean, you've been getting high praise from a lot of people, <laughs> like Cassidy Pope, Mickey Guyton, Carrie Underwood. They were already fans of that of your music. How does it feel to get that type of stamp of approval? And this is your debut in country music. Uh, I don't have a word. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> More than awesome, unexplainable. It's like um, because nobody, you know, nobody knew about me beforehand um, until Mickey, who's freaking amazing, and she's just a she's a beautiful person, and she she um, and she just takes everybody else in, to the world basically because without her posting me, you know. Carrie Underwood and no one else would have heard me or found me um, until, you know, maybe something else would have happened, but, you know, Mickey did that for me and that put me on the map for everything. No disrespect to Mickey. I I, I like Mickey, but I want to say that I love Mickey. I lo- hey, mm-hmm. th- I get it. But <laughs> when you said um, no one put you on the map, you had success before. Um, now, I I am a bit of like I said, I'm whatever I am. But you had success on the L.A. independent circle. 
granted, it was more pop and R and B, but you had hits like "Lying to Myself," uh, "Coming for You," <laughs> "Hold On to Me." Well, we do our homework here. You had hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is the thing. So when I recorded the songs, I was well, right now. I'm 22, but at the time I was 16. "Lying to Myself" was my first song. Um, and then the other ones that you just mentioned, I think, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I recorded that same year or the year right after. And I'm still trying to find my voice and um, strengthen my writing skills and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't, I mean, I think that I tried to find my voice and I worked with a lot of different songwriters and producers there. But I wouldn't say, you know, that I made a name for myself. I feel like I met with one or two producers that, um, you know, try to help me out, try to work with me and try to understand me. Um, but I don't think I really got any solid ground because they they also wanted to um, how do I say it? like they had a different version of me or a different vision of me than I had of myself. Like they wanted to put me okay. in a lane that I wasn't me. So I feel like the songs that we recorded, even though you know we are trying to figure out my sound, those weren't me. So. I feel like those songs weren't hits because they weren't me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know if this is an age thing, and correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong for this, but I remember you toured with, like, Drake Bell, Jordan Jones, Phase 5, and this is around the time of the, I guess, the genesis of this podcast. So, I was very, <laughs> like, like, looking around, like, everything was the most interesting thing, if that makes sense. So, like, okay. you hear these names and you see these people, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool, I'll write this down because I may need it in the future. But I, I guess my question comes down to what you just said. What do you feel like the biggest difference between then and now? Well, now I know who I am. Um, before, you know, I feel like as an artist, especially if you're, if you're a writer, too, like, if you write multiple genres and if you listen to multiple genres, it can be kind of harder to find who you are, what kind of song, what kind of art you want to create. And so for me, then uh, my writing skills were, I was there still developing something like, oh, maybe this will sound cooler. I like this person. What if I can try and do a song like theirs? And that's not, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. As an, like, as an artist, you're supposed to find what art fits for you or what, um, what speaks to you as opposed to mm-hmm. following people you listen to. Um, and so I think that was, you know, that was the biggest thing for me. Um, and I did go on the, I remember I went on the High School Nation tour, I think I was maybe 17, I want to say. I could be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I was with Big Bill. I wasn't with Jordan because I think she was a few years pre, um, before mine. Phase five, I think I did one show with them. Um, and I, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I was 17 or 18 around that time. And so, you know, since then, here now, it's been a few years, so <laughs> I've definitely, I've definitely, you know, gone through my songs, and now I know who I am as a person, as an artist, and what I want to do, who I want to be. That's awesome. And, um, like, I have to ask this question. It sounds like a mm-hmm. hack question, and it will sound like a hack question. You've probably been asked a billion oh, times. Wait, a what question? I call it hack or like yeah it's it's like un unmotivated something i know you've probably been asked a billion times but i there there's there's breadcrumbs to this i, I feel like i have to do this but um 
after finding yourself, what makes you feel home with country music as a genre outside of your pop R&B past? What makes you feel most at home? You see what I mean? This is like I know you've been asked yeah. that like a billion times. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, well, it's funny because people ask me that differently. And um, I always find that intriguing. It, people don't know that I've even, that I even wrote pop or R&B. And they're like, why do you want to get in country? And I'm like, why do you ask every country artist this question? You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like for me specifically, uh, it's the storytelling. I love the storytelling. Um, and, but, you know, with different genres, the storytelling is, is a little bit different um, but that's what's always been the most appealing to me um, is the stories that are told and the way that they're told because um, I've been listening to all genres since I was <laughs> forever um, and even even when I was little that's something that's always captivated me the way that um, the stories are told in country music that makes sense um, <laughs> I mean before we got on this mic me and, my, uh, mm-hmm. me and my wife, we were joking, mainly because yesterday we sat down and watched Beyonce's Black is King. And okay. my wife left the living room after watching mm-hmm. that okay. 60% to 60% blacker. She just she just did. <laughs> like, she just left. I mean, like, it's Beyonce. What you gonna say? Um, uh-huh. So, when, when, she, when she left... And it remind mm-hmm. me because I'm getting ready for this interview while while mm-hmm. kind of watching it, but not really watching it. If that makes sense, it, um, <laughs> she's more watching than I am. And I'm I'm picking on Mickey a little bit when it when she says uh, Mickey says country music also looks like this in her in her okay. tweet and in uh-huh. the field of representation of country music and in these strange oh, times yeah. of radical change and Wait, nation hello. divided. As a culture at large, how do you feel like being? Uh-oh. It's not a lot. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Oh, you're you're. Uh, it went out like three times, and I can. I'm sorry. I was trying to get your attention, but I don't think you could hear me. I I heard you just fine. I, uh, if if we're good, did you hear me? No, it went out three. It went out like three times as you were talking. Can you okay. say it one more me? No, yeah, we're good now, but um, maybe it's my Bluetooth, um, new headphones. But I guess what I was getting at is, it's um, when she says things like country music also looks like this in the field of representation uh-huh. and in the field of like country music right now, it's not a lot of us. Just, just it's right. it's a good amount. How do you do you how do you feel as form of in the field of representation or? Will that be, do you see any progress being in racial equality as far as country music goes? I mean, I mean, that's a big question, so please feel free to break it down however you feel. Yes, I feel like, I think, at least what I've seen so far, because this is the thing, I don't know if I'm always the best um, person to answer that question because I've only been actively pursuing pursuing a career in country music for two years you know what i mean so i know that there's people there's so many people of color who haven't had the same experience with me so since i've been in country music things have been really really open like the team that i've had um was we've had no issues i haven't had any like really bad experiences but that's just me personally i know that um, so many people that have been doing it for years, so many black women and men and other people of color who have been in country for years, they haven't had that same experience that I've had, you know? They haven't had 
a lot of open doors the same way that I've had. So I don't even know if I'm even the best person to ask for that because of that, because of my lack of, you know, years of being in country, if that makes sense. Um, but I do know that when I look around and um, I see, like, all these artists I listen to, I mean, other than Nikki, like, uh, how many black women can you name, like, off the top of your head without looking it up in country music? Like, you can't. You can't. Two. <laughs> Are we counting, Mickey? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, well, one. <laughs> um, other, like for other than Mickey, um, you know, who else do you know? You can't really. You have to research. Or you have to really look in order to find. Um, and popular, really popular, um, puts to the front women and women in country, and um, even men. There's there's not very many. So. Um, and that was actually one of my one of my uh, things that I was weary of when I decided I was like I want to be a country artist. Like, there's no reason for me not to be. Um, but I was like I was a little nervous because I'm like I don't know how people are gonna accept me. I don't know, um, you know, I don't know if people are gonna think that I'm a gimmick just because of the way that I look. Um, and but thankfully, I haven't, at least to my knowledge. People haven't been feeling that way, which I'm really, really grateful for because I was worried that I would come into country music and people would just assume based on looking at me, like, oh, she's trying to capitalize, or, oh, she's trying to be a gimmick and all this kind of stuff. But um, thankfully, their, <laughs> their response is in the opposite of that. But <laughs> this is not really a long <laughs> answer to your question. I'm sorry. but No, it's um, good. Yeah, it's good because, like, personally, I don't look at it as a gimmick. Personally, I, I don't because okay. here's why it's not a gimmick. The talent is there. And if the talent wasn't there, then it would be a gimmick. When I sit down and listen to your song, it listen. I mean, like, and I ain't just talking about just stomping grounds. I went and I did my homework and I listened to 67 six Winchester. Those are mm -hmm. songs in which where you just kind of like that, the talent is there. Because if it's a gimmick, usually gimmicks are one hit wonders. Maybe you get, all right, I'm going to say this. With no disrespect, but it's gonna sound like disrespect. I come from the school of Iggy Azalea, so okay. Knowing what I know, when the talent is there, and I'm I'm using her as a as an example because when that talent is there, and someone is, for lack of a better term, spoon feeding you words, you don't sound like mm -hmm. yourself. But when you sit down and you go by the lyrics, I'm hearing life experience in those limits. Granted, you're not as old as I am. I want to make that plain. Mm -hmm. But the life experience you have had, like you can hear it in that. Granted, your experience is an experience um, of so many people. And now that you're jock, um, jumping into this new world, like I, I will say this. I mean, like I read the bio. I know you're influenced by Pink. Prince, Beyonce, Christina Aguilera, like, and like the list goes on and on, but like there's a mm -hmm. fighter spirit in you, there's, and I'm sorry if I'm, I'm on my soapbox here, what I'm saying is there is, there are things where you can't, you can't fake that, so it's not a gimmick. I, well, I haven't really listened to Iggy Azalea personally, so, um, so I don't really know what her story is or anything like that, but I will say the thing with, you know, talking about being a gimmick it's also if it's authentic like for me even if you sound good if you have a people can be a gimmick 
but if it's if it's true to who you are and if it is who you are then it's not a gimmick um do you know what i mean so i feel like you could even have yes. a great song or you can have a you know a hit song but you can you know you can still be a gimmick because that's not who you are as a person or or as an artist um but thankfully like when people see you know <laughs> you know that shot glass photo of me and they see you know they read my bio and they listen to the song they can see that that is who i am and i'm not trying to be anything different or i'm not trying to um you know capitalize on what's happening right now that's just that's just me now i'm glad you brought that up um mm -hmm. i am going to say this um when when you see the shot glass photo of you which is which is great. We're not we're not crossing any lines or anything like that. And you see the um, the other photos and stuff like that. It's cool because there are dimensions, and this is what I mean by those dimensions. Because um, there, how can I say this? I am walking this line without sounding creepy. That is kind of a sexy ish photo, and then you move to the next photo where it's just like you chilling. And then there's another photo of you kind of sort of being goofy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Be like, if you were a gimmick, it would just be one of those lanes at all times. And it's right, not. Right. Now, I know exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm glad you got it. But one thing oh, I, yeah. I love asking every artist. Mm -hmm. um, and granted, you're um, relatively new. Mm -hmm. Can you listen to your work objectively? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I mean, sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit harder because as artists, you know, you're biased and you're sensitive. Sometimes it kind of depends, you know, who you are. But I'm able to look at, at it objectively. Like, I can look at a song and say, that's a personal song, that's not universal. Even though, it's, even though it might mean something to me, you know, whoever in a different state, you know, in this tiny town would not understand what I'm saying or couldn't relate to what I'm saying. Like... So I know when a song can be more universal where everybody around the world can listen and relate to it as opposed to something that is just personal to me or that, you know, only I can really feel or connect to. So I think, yeah, I think I have a pretty um, good idea of, you know, I can be protective to myself. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I mean, I have to ask this question because... If the roles was reversed, I, I'm very curious of what I would do. Um, okay. Stomping Grounds is awesome. 67 Winchester is awesome. I have okay. to ask this question. As of now, as of, uh, was it August 1st, as we're recording this um, interview, <laughs> what has been the Raina Roberts' biggest flex? Biggest flex? Biggest flex. What I mean, where it's just sort of like, I want to treat myself, I want to do this, I'm feeling good, I'm I'm about to stunt on these folks right now. What's been the Raina Roberts' biggest flex, as of now? I'll be, honest, I'll be honest, I don't even, I don't do that, not for real. I'm like, I'm, I'm mostly an introvert, I kind of just keep to myself. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, I don't think, I don't want to do that. Let me just, let me try and see if I can even think of anything. Oh, I don't even be flexing on people like that. I don't. That's cool. I, I don't know if this sounds weird, but I feel like I don't need to. Like I don't need to be like, oh, this is, you know, who I am, or this is, you know, whatever. I just kind of let, 
I, I feel like I can just let the song speak for itself, you know what I mean? As opposed to being like, oh, like, look at me, this is, like, have you seen this article, or have you done this, or, you know what I mean? Oh, it doesn't have to be uh, that. It doesn't have to be anti. Like, let me let me explain. <laughs> um, here goes one of my biggest flexes with this podcast. One of my okay, biggest okay. flexes is, um, I, I want to say this is, this is a few years ago. Um, okay. I sat down with Garth Brooks. And then mm-hmm. me and Garth Brooks, it, the interview went so well that it turned into, like, we just turned off these mics and we started talking about, like, movies. And, like, the biggest flex, like, I had, like, I had a, uh, we, we went to the concert and everything was cool. And I'm on the come down mm-hmm. of this one little interview. <laughs> Much like how me and you are talking right now. But, uh-huh. you know, yeah. it wasn't a COVID situation. I actually got a chance to talk to him in person. Okay. So, out of the come down of that, I had, like, um, Trisha Yearwood that had a uh, cookbook. So, I went to the store, mm-hmm. and I bought the Trisha Yearwood cookbook in mm-hmm. order to, like, commemorate. <laughs> I-, I made a dinner with all of her recipes to commemorate. This was a hell of a weekend. <laughs> And it was, it was for me. It was just for me and my wife and my kid. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, hmm. Dang, I wish I found it as cool as you do. Um, usually, if I, like, kind of like to celebrate, is that what you mean? Like, it could be. It could, it could be however you felt like doing it. That's why I said it's flex. It could go I mean, either way. I, if I'm excited about something, I'm like, damn, like, that was, that was perfect. That's, you know, I felt real happy about this. I watch Star Wars. <laughs> so I'll probably just bake some cookies and chill, and, and that's that's I guess what that would be. I mean, I'm. It's funny because people. I think a lot of people have this uh, like notion of me, uh, but I'm honestly like I'm probably like the biggest nerd and really reserved and, <laughs> and pretty awkward. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I probably just watch Star Wars, chilling. That's yeah, what's I, up. That's, that, hey, that's what's up. Now, I know we got limited time here, but we like to play a game on this podcast. Okay, okay. The game is called Things I Read on the Internet. Oh, gosh, okay. Now, it is up to you to confirm or deny these things. Normally, when I do my homework on anyone I have an um, interview with, we, we, get, we go down, the internet is unforgiving and everlasting. So, I don't know what's true, what's fake, what's whatever. So, I'm going to ask a few mm-hmm. questions. Okay. And um, just confirm or deny if this thing actually happened. <laughs> cool? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's what I read on the internet. You mm-hmm. are a classically trained pianist. And you practice, but however, you had to practice mm-hmm. piano in a storage unit because the piano couldn't fit in your own home. Well, it's okay. So let me clear that up. So it's like a half true. It wasn't that it couldn't fit in our home. It was that we actually didn't have a home. So we had to decide, like, do we sell the piano or do we, you know, do we keep it? So my parents actually, you know, they put it in the storage unit so we could keep, uh, so we could keep the piano. So, but that's confirmed. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. A few more. Um, your first performance was three years old in a bar in Fairbanks, Alaska, where you sung Lady Marmalade. Confirmed. <laughs> I remember that. 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. See, the internet, like I said, the internet is something else, ain't it? Um, we kind of talked about this earlier, but I, I just want to ask. This is from, like, I asked a lot of questions for everybody else. This one is for me because I, I just kind of wanted to know this one. All right. When you recorded the song Lying to Myself, way back when, yeah. that song is about a crush of the captain of your high school wrestling team. Yeah, so I wrestled. Um, That's the only thing I was disappointed because it it makes it sound like it was just like um, that I had a crush on my cat on the captain of the wrestling team. But I I wrestled, so he was my captain. Um, I wrestled for four years, and then one of the years I had a had a crush on him, uh, and he did not like me back. And and so I got all sensitive, and I wrote lines myself. Those were all of my follow-up questions. My follow-up questions was, if so, did they hear the song? Do they know it's about them? And how did they receive it? Oh, yeah. Basically, I can tell you all about that. So, um, I was 16. Yeah, I was 16. Um, and it was <laughs> it was zero period. So, it was um, me and all my teammates, and we were, uh, we were lifting weight. And then I was telling my coach, I was like, hey, I have a, my, you know, my new song. And I was like, oh, can I show it to you guys? It's my first one that I've ever done. And um, his name was Noah, so the one I had a crush on, my captain. He was in there, too. And then we played the song. And, you know, I I think they liked it. Can't, re- can't really remember. They kept singing it all season long, so I'm sure they, they liked it a little bit. Um, and then my coach, he was like, I, I like this. He was like, you write about Noah? And I was like, I remember looking at him, and I was like, how did you know? And he was like, oh, I, you know, I was just guessing. I didn't actually know. We're lyricists. Uh, you, know, you know it when you hear those lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And Noah was right there. So he heard me. He, he knew. I think I told him, too, if I'm not mistaken. Like, hey, I wrote this song about you. And it's my first time. I hope you like it. <laughs> that sounds like me. I'm pretty sure I said that. All right. All right. Cool. I mean, Raina, I got, like, I got two more of these. And I just want yeah. things I read on the Internet. And this is, this is, all right, that was cool, but this, this to my heart. We have had so many arguments about this one topic on this podcast. You kind of mentioned it earlier. You are a diehard Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. And this is why I have to ask this question. In the world of Star Wars, where will your allegiance would you be Jedi or would you be Sith? Well, it's a thing. <laughs> uh, I'm a big Kylo Ren fan, so I'm gonna have to say Sith. Thank you, thank you, 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 man, you fit right oh, with us. The hair's red. The hair's red. I have to be a Sith. Like I, like I'm down with the Sith because I like showing emotion. I like showing or having a heart. The, <laughs> Right, and having connection with people. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, I get it. I'll do the job, but I want to hang out too. <laughs> I, I get you. Uh, yes. All right, all right. And one thing I read, and it made me um, mm-hmm. feel good, and I hope you can confirm this. Like, okay. I'm early in your life. You were born premature, and one of those mm-hmm. effects where your lungs were. Um, underdeveloped so your mom came up with a system of humming that turned into singing so 
in a roundabout way, singing actually saved your life? Yeah, it, it's funny because like when when I read it or when I say it, it sounds kind of like <laughs> it sounds like somebody made it up. But um, yeah, my parents, my mom was um, in psychology and she went to her professors and she you know told them about me and everything and they said, well, introduce music to her, play it every day, all genres, um, and so. That's what my parents did. They played music for me every day, and I actually developed faster than babies that were born, you know, at nine months and things like that. And so um, they told me that I was, you know, I started sing I started humming and then singing, and then I started talking. And so that's, I guess, how that that's how that happened. <laughs> uh, they played that's everything. awesome. They played class. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I told them. Um, you know, because people were like, how did you decide on music or what made you say hey I want to be singing and I'm like I've never decided I just it's always ha it's always it's always has been like it's always been I've never made a actual decision like I've always wanted to be a singer it's never been a question that's awesome and I mean like that was the end of it I want to thank your parents for your service you mentioned their veterans but I also want to oh, thank, thank you, you for your service not necessarily on the music front not just on that but you are an active volunteer in your community. You've um, assisted in fundraising efforts, whether it be the Rett Syndrome mm -hmm. Awareness, Wounded Warriors, Teen Impact Affiliates, and um, the Empowerment Project, as well as doing music, as well as doing all this. One last question. Um, actually, second to last question, but do you just plan on never sleeping again? Does, does that just... Is that what it is? Do you just don't want to go to sleep, or how's that working? You know, I guess I'm gonna find out. It's been yeah, it's been a crazy few weeks. Um, I plan on never sleeping again, basically. Oh, okay, that cool. Well, she got a plan. Period. Period. That's it. Um, one question I, I love asking, mainly because it's been a crazy few weeks. Um, you are, uh, for lack of a better term, some of the people uh, we gave a nickname. On this a few podcasts ago to there's like COVID winners. Like during oh. this time where people have just they they really turned it up as high as it can go and it's working out for them and you are in that category. It sucks mm -hmm. that is during this time. But right now you are you, girl, you're doing it. You did that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean it I'm I'm just as surprised as anybody else. I'm still Every every morning I wake up surprised. I'm like, what? How does this happen? So, I'm right there with you. I'm. I, I have to ask. I mean, like at this time, relatively young, um, old soul, young body. I gotta know what has been the best piece of advice that you've gotten thus far. Oh man, that's a great question. Let me think. Yeah, I get on uh, my Oprah sometimes. I I get on my Oprah sometimes. So yeah, let's you can take a second if you want. No, no, I, I love that. Um, what is the best piece of... Uh, it's hard because the past few weeks I've gotten so much information. Um, I can't even keep track. I think basically kind of just, you know, staying true to me and not letting anybody change me. Um, and also, I mean, I don't really know if anybody actually told me this, but I know I've had conversations that basically, um, you know... How do I say this? Like, a lot of people are, 
they, they feel entitled and things like that, you know what I mean? But it's like everything that everything that I have, like I don't have to have all of this. Um, or all these things that have been coming, all these blessings, like everything is special. And, you know, because I have, me and other people have worked, you know, as much as they possibly can. And sometimes people aren't able to get where they want to be. So basically, like, just don't take things for granted. Like, and I know that sounds probably simple, um, but it means so much. You can't, you can't take things for granted. That's awesome. I mean, you're you're right, and um, I hey, I know I'm a little bit over the time. I want to thank you. Oh, you're just good. And uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. I I will ask this: Is it cool if we play? Um, obviously, stomping grounds on the podcast as well as sixty-seven Winchester because I want as many people to hear you and understand. Because this, the way I look at it is like this. You down with Star Wars, so I know you down with the MCU. Mm-hmm. I know this. This is a feeling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. My podcast is built off the Stan Lee Uh-oh. model. Wait, you're breaking, you're breaking Again, up. again, okay, we're good, we're good. Can you hear me still? Yes, yes, now I can hear you. Sorry, it, it would cut out, and then it'd be a little bit hard to hear you. Um, and I do want to tell you before, you know, you say stuff, and I'd miss it. <laughs> Okay, it's cool. I was just saying, my podcast is built under the Stan Lee model. Like, I'm down with the MCU, and I, like I said, it's a feeling. I know you're down with the MCU as well. Mm-hmm. And the Stan Lee model is everyone first time. Stan Lee used to say this in every comic book. He says, everyone's mm-hmm. comic book is someone's first comic book. So, in that regard, the reason I ask, is it cool if I play your songs on this podcast? Because... This is someone who, under under my umbrella, who may not know who Randall Roberts is. This is their first time getting exposure to Randall Roberts, and I want them to hear your music as well. And hopefully you could garner a new fan. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, my, manager cool, or my managers are cool with it. But, I, yeah, no, I don't see a problem with it. All right, I will see you in court. No, I'm playing. I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, but we're going to play some songs because I want everyone to hear Stomping Grounds and you've been awesome during this whole podcast. Before we get off here, one more time, Raina Roberts, plug away all your socials, anything you're doing next, anything you need us to check out, please, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, no, first of all, thank you for having me and thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to me. Um, but, so, Raina Roberts is my name. <laughs> my socials are the Raina Roberts, which is T-H-E- R-E-Y-N-A-R-O-B-E-R-T-S and um, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon all that stuff is Raina Roberts also Thank you so much for coming on this podcast and quite honestly young lady you are welcome back anytime you want this has been a joy Um, I'm looking at my watch the time just flew past I know your team is probably pissed at me because I went way over the time allowed No, no no, but it's, good. it's man this has been awesome thank you so much for coming on the podcast you're welcome back anytime well thank you for having me for real i appreciate you and thank i'm glad like i'm glad you even like the song enough to have me on here so man hey keep doing the work when you do that work and you do good work like that i mean your talent is undeniable it's a joy to me to even share the same time with you to have that i wish you the best in all of your endeavors keep Keep kicking ass, girl. You're doing it right. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good day, too.
All right, you too. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Rob. Okay. Random. Bye. He's pretty as a lie, but he got the devil in his eyes. I wanna know your name and tell me the secrets you hide. And God is my witness. You're gonna get me in trouble, but I guess I like it. Ain't no point in fighting. He got them blue jeans covered thighs, leather jacket color high, ooh baby. Texas tailored eyes and the maple whiskey size, I'm gone. I like your '67 Chevy ride. Tell me why you left me driving all night, or sent me on the passenger side. Of it. I like that pendant around your neck and that tattoo on your chest with that five o'clock shadow. Let's put this engine to the test. Travel long, travel west, and get going again. I like your '67 Chevy ride. Tell me why you let me drive it all night or send me on the passenger side. Just a while. You are the way we're sun. Oh, sweet child. Oh, we're just a while. And that was Randall Roberts with the song 67 Winchester. The girl got skills, man. That was a hell of an interview. Randall Roberts hit her up at the Randall Roberts on all forms of social media. Welcome back to the podcast anytime she wants. You know what I, I, I say this about the podcast? We've been doing this a decade. We've been doing this 10 years. But she fits, man. She fits. Mm-hmm. It's the thing we've been saying since the start. New old friends. New old friends. And Raina fits that. She jumped to this podcast. Granted, we had the Bluetooth issues, new headphones, getting used to them, whatever. We cocked out a little bit, but man, that is a person who gets it. Mm-hmm. It just, 
And I was very nervous about this interview, not because of the questions or what have you, not because of subject matter. No, she's awesome. But one of the things I was very nervous about this podcast is like, or this interview is, how how do you present this thing a person can do mm-hmm. versus... Um, versus what? someone's actual life experience mm. because like i mean we talked about big topics mm-hmm. and some of those big topics are representation some of those big topics are stardom okay at a young age like i i did the COVID check i gotta do that for all my folks that's doing this during the pandemic like mm-hmm. like we talked about it there's pandemic there there's COVID winners COVID winners I mean, we coined that phrase a couple podcasts ago where it's people during this... People, like, basically that have um, um, have have excelled... During, during, the this, ta- time. during okay. this time period. I understand. Against all odds. Think, like, your Tory Lanes. <laughs> Not no more. Well... He out here bang, bang, shooting up stuff. It's still a COVID winner with Quarantine Radio. He, yeah. Um... Think like Raina herself. Think like it's been people in this time where create creativity mm-hmm. either shuts down or is just people got to find new avenues for doing them. Um, okay. For starters, Zoom. The fact that we was able to have this conversation, Zoom is a COVID winner. Okay. Nobody was messing with Zoom before this thing started. No, Microsoft Teams. It was Teams. Uh, all of that stuff, it was just sort of like, I'd rather just go and talk to you face-to-face. But when it comes down to rain, I was, like, very, like, when you read her story, her on paper, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking to someone with an awesome story, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you got to test that waters where it's just sort of like, do you want to hear your awesome story told to you? So it was cool. And I'm glad that, and quite honestly, um... In my homework, to my knowledge, you do homework. I have to. Oh. I have to. To my knowledge, I believe oh, this boy. is the the first like long form interview she's had. Mm-hmm. Like in the like, I don't mean the we're gonna talk to you and we're just gonna cut up quotes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean like I I really like not just her music. I li- like her vibe. Her vibe is awesome. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's fun, sexy, nerdy, okay. where you can fit in all of that. And granted, she's down with the MCU. She's down with Star Wars. She's down with a lot of stuff. I can sit down and have a legit conversation about um, Jedi and Sith. Granted, I wanted to. I know her time is precious. We could have sat down and talked about that. Mm-hmm. What sign do you align with? And the fact that she was just like, oh, I, clearly, Sith. Clearly, Sif. I was like, I was like, I get that because I, we've said so many times on this podcast, yeah. I am Sif. I don't necessarily have to be evil, mm-hmm. but I want to show an emotion. I want to hang. I want to do the job. I want to. I want to have fun. I want to live where I live. But it is what it is. Random Roberts is welcome to this podcast whenever she wants to come back because this that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Well, that's what's up. You said you sat here and said nothing. 
I thought I was going to do the Beyonce catnip thing when we talked about the Beyonce, the little jab at you where you're 60% blacker for having watching it. Listen. The jab, I was like, uh, you don't jump in on this. Like, no. You sat back with a metaphorical popcorn where you're just like, you actually, like, listen as a fan. That was more intimidating. In that interview. What's wrong? What's the problem, though? Because there is a... It's weird. It was just weird. It wasn't wrong. It was just like, okay, you going to jump it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll look over. You going to jump? Okay, no. So... I mean, what you be wanting me? I mean, listen. You know what it was? It was you know what it was? It was like having a phone call. It was like having a phone call on three-way. Mm-hmm. And you're just talking to someone. And someone's watching you talk to someone else. So, like, when you're talking, there's a thing where you just kind of like, you're going to jump in, right? Mm. No? Okay. Okay. So, there's that. I mean, like, it was cool. Uh, that's all I was getting at. Brandon Roberts, welcome back to this podcast anytime. I really wish you would, like, I did the homework, the um, things I read on the internet. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Period. Point blank. First, to my knowledge, first long form interview. I hope we don't get in legal trouble. Players. So she was just like, I don't know what my team is going to say. She's like, I'm cool I with mean, it. If she, if she, she says, that's okay. all you need, though. She gave you. You literally have her on tape saying, okay. So that's all you need. I'm just saying, like, I will see you. Uh, you that was a, you yeah, that was a joke, but I'm just like, God, I hope I don't see her at court. You did an interview with her, so I mean, it is. Look, she's awesome. I hope she come back. Um, mainly because the talent is there, mm-hmm. and man, that was such like I'm reflecting on it because it is big. We had a lot of big issues where, like, the self awareness when like man, she's just smart and she's just good and she just understand it when she says like I hope I'm, you know the gimmick I I'm not a gimmick I am this is my real experience and when someone trying to capitalize on a market sort of like what you were talking about earlier with the Beyonce thing she's like no I just the timing just worked out where it's not a gimmick and quite honestly it's not in my in my opinion it's not a gimmick because the talent is there yeah i compared her now i hope she do her homework on this or even if she don't like like i'm not punching down i was like like iggy azalea personally in my eyes that was a gimmick yeah. When you're being spoon feed lyrics and you're supposed to change who you I, are. I, I hate to say pu- like a puppet on my like you being Exactly. Yeah. That's not random. That doesn't like that doesn't get throw shade on Izzy as Exactly, but when you're not living your truth, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But when I look at a person like Randall Roberts who went into who had a lane albeit narrow in the pop and R&B world and went to country and is blowing up like she is because that speaks more closely to her. That's what that's, that's her, what you're su- supposed to do. You find your niche audience. But like you get a person like Shania Twain who's Canadian who... But it's country. Hold on. Here's the deal with country music. Country music is not... I don't think it's based on a locale though. Exactly. Either, Look, so. Alright, first of all, it's called country music. There's there are country parts of Canada. There's a lot of countries in this world. But if I say country music, you know what country I'm talking about. 
But in that case, you can throw uh, Keith Urban. You can Keith Urban. He's Australian. If we're just going on locale, Ti's country. What? Hold on. If we're going on locale, I see. I see how you took it. Hold on. That's southern. Is a difference. Okay, I'm just saying. Is a difference. But I said this. That was a great interview. I looked over great songs. Shout out to Young Queen. Randall Roberts, please do your thing. It's awesome. I wish you the best in her future endeavors because there will be future endeavors. She's going to crush it. Um, but for us, we getting around that time. we end in this podcast. Please check out our homies at the Act Accordingly podcast, wherever podcasts can be heard. Heard? Fun fact. In the last podcast, I found out that that was like an homage to the dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Like that's like up there with the um um you know how they they did the old uh sit boo boo sit and the old stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like um um rem- I'm showing my age with this one. You're always showing your age, you're old. I'm not that old. Yeah, I'm not I just watch you know how old you are? I watch a lot of TV, like a lot. A um, never mind me. Mm-hmm. Like when they say "heard, heard," that is almost in lines. I'm that's almost in lines of uh, Carol Burnett. Remember the Carol Burnett show? I know what I just said. I know what I just said. <laughs> you know what I wanted to. <laughs> I, know what, I know what I just said. What channel do Three's Company come on? Hold on. My, only watch three's my point is this. Days. Like Carol Burnett, at the end of her show, at the Carol Burnett show, used to tug on her ear. Mm-hmm. That was a signal to, like, her kid. Like, I think it was 11 at the time. It's like, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Or I love you, go to bed. Or um, Maya Rudolph, Mama. Come on, Minnie oh, Rippers. the song. Yeah, but that was a code to Maya as a kid. So at the end, she say, Maya, Maya. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not necessarily a code if I'm saying the name, but. She got a whole verse almost saying just Maya. Exactly, but my whole point is like Bash and Z, when they say hurt, hurt, that's just like a shout out to their dad who's still with us to this day. So that's this like. Day. Give us, give them, what was that? Give them the flowers while they're still here. So, yeah, good shout out to them. Um, please, that was a long winded way to say Check out our friends at the Act Accordingly podcast. Everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com. You're home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. And by doing that, um, we can be found on all forms of social media Twitter, Sam Show 11. You can talk to me personally. Mm-hmm. IG and Facebook, just talking with Sam. No G in talking, just talking with Sam. Um, or you can just email the show, just talking with Sam. No G in talking at gmail.com. Um, that's what we got. Hopefully, we get BK back, who's off assignment next week. Uh, shout out to our guest, Raina Roberts. Wish you the best. You're awesome, girl. Welcome Thank back to the you. podcast at the Raina Roberts on all forms of social media. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out.